everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Guys, welcome back for another episode of Heart Happiness. We have another episode today about dads because this whole month is about our dads and people's stories. And I couldn't do this whole month without sharing a little bit more about my own story and my daddy issues because they have been so core in like my story and my trauma and my healing. And most importantly, um, I was really unconscious to the relationship I had with him so even after he died I started to repeat it with other people like other family members with uh, friendships with men and it's only you know I don't know maybe like nearly 10 years after he died a little bit less than that I started to notice the patterns and that's why I think it's so important for us to take a moment and reflect on our stories with our dads it's just it's a part of who we are and even when we whether we have a good relationship with our dad or what we consider a more toxic relationship with our dads like I had it's so important to take a moment and reflect it reflect on it so this whole month we've got other people coming in and sharing their stories of of their relationships but I really want you to think about your own and if you need help doing this in the rewrite your story membership for the whole of June we are exploring the father wound together with uh, homeworks and masterclasses and Q&As so doesn't matter what time of the month you join you will get anything that's happened already emailed to you and it's just 9.99 month £9.99 a month or £90 for the year and I also explore the father wound attachment in my eight-week courses so both one-to-one and group group is not kicking off until September but you can organize a one-to-one anytime you like and there's payment options on that because it's my most expensive one so yeah um I guess today I wanted to talk about my dad and actually it's weird timing because I have been thinking about him a little bit more I got my dream house the other day and it's like honestly amazing but on it like I think my friend was saying to me oh you know your dad would have been so proud of you and I asked my mum and she I was like do you think he'd be proud of me and she's like yeah I think he would be but you know what I really don't feel like my dad would have been proud of me I can only remember probably like two moments where he was proud of me and that's when I got my GCSE and my A-level results and I didn't do terribly that's the only times I can remember him being truly happy and proud of me and I used to chase that love that pride that um you know that well done that celebration that love from him and to think I can only think of two moments and they are when I performed the way he wanted me to because quite honestly when I think about if he was when it's him in my head I hear when I went to see that house and um like 
honestly, it's like, who do you think you are to have something like that? I never had something like that. So why should you have something like that? And that's very much his toxic voice. But that is what I could feel even to this day after, you know, years of therapy. And I know that why my dad was like that. I know why he spoke like that. But there's still this part of me, this this little girl that didn't get that love from her dad. And I try really hard to give that to myself. So, you know, that is why it's so important to see what their this relationship's like. So for me personally, my relationship with my dad was very codependent and I was constantly chasing his love. You know, I did the subjects that he wanted to, me to do. He was, a, he was a teacher, so it was very important for him to, for me to study maths and computing and stuff like that. And that's what I did. And that's the career I even went into be, through trying to chase his love. But no matter what I did, no matter what a degree I got, what subjects I did, you know, I never got that from him. I may have got the odd moment, the odd moment, <laughs> like, but I very rarely got that from him. And sometimes the thing about my dad, which was really confusing, he was actually a really affectionate man, probably more so than my mum. But again, that was, you know, if he was in a good space, if he was feeling good that day, then he would give me that love. It wasn't consistent. But I was always just chasing him I was pining for his love. And um, even years and years after he'd passed away, I was still pining for it. And I looked for it in other people. And, you know, my way, my strategy of coping as a child was to do as he wanted to, was to please him. Um, you know, I had no boundaries. Um, he could say or do whatever to me and I would take it. And sometimes he did really unforgivable things like hit me or threatened to hit me and I you know I, I, w I wasn't the type of person that would lie down and take it I'm definitely a bit of a fighter so I would tell him off but he would say sorry and then he would do it again but that was kind of the pattern I'd always got in my my relationship with him and then also obviously he had a very um abusive relationship with my mum so you know, that, that complicated things as well. So, cause I was her protector and he didn't like that about me, but I couldn't please him in that way. But in, in every other way, I tried my best to please him. And it was like, I empathized so much with him and his story, like that he had been through abuse as a child. His dad was an alcoholic. I empathized so much for, with him and that he came here when he was seven into the UK and they weren't very, you know, rich and, you know, he really struggled. I really empathised with his story, but yet I have no, had no regard for my own story and what I'd been through. And it's only through my healing process and getting well into my 30s have I even acknowledged what my own story with him was and what I had been through. So it's not about self-pity or anything like that. It's just about empathising for your own story. So that's something that I really want to encourage, you know, you reflecting on your story with your dad is about you empathizing with your own story and what you didn't get in that relationship with your dad, because we all need them. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes, you know, our dads are impacted by you know toxic masculinity. So they can be quite cold and aloof, busy working. Um, you know, my dad had elements of that in him. But for me, it was mainly his trauma that was you know, really informing his parenting. And something that I really was reflecting when I was um, writing about what I was going to talk about today was that I actually um, don't think I helped my dad very much. And I actually feel like I, you know, I let him and myself down because I was in this loop of trying to please him all the time. But had I 
done something like put some boundaries in and not done what he asked like for example he asked me to stay at home for university and I did that but had I not done that and done what I wanted that would have really really triggered him and to the point that he would have gone a little bit crazy and then maybe he would have had to take some action to get help because I truly believe that my dad had some serious mental health condition that a psychologist and a therapist would have been able to help him but unfortunately what mine me and my brother and my mum were doing what we were kind of pushing down the issue by you know like trying to manage it ourselves so not telling anyone about it for example or you know trying to do walking around eggshells trying to please him um we thought we were just keeping him calm but actually what we were doing was just pushing down the illness that he had so that when it got to a stage where you know, years later when my mum had enough one day and walked out the door, he got so heavily triggered that his mental health condition just got worse and worse and worse very, very, very fast. So he went from, you know, just being slightly annoying to, you know, being, having, you know, suicidal thoughts, being quite paranoid, you know, it, it really progressed. And that was really out of our, we didn't know what we were doing or how to help him. You know, and I and I do think that I wish that we all had, you know, learnt to have boundaries, learnt to do self care, learnt to put ourselves first, because he would have would have not had had a choice but to get help, because that's what he needed, and that's the thing about us people pleasers and codependents. We think we're helping, and um, we think we have control. We think that you know um, our parents need us, but actually we're keeping our parents stuck. So, for example, me, you know, being this person within my parents relationship where I took care of their relationship and helped them both I was again trying to be good and people please and you know make sure everybody was okay but I was stopping them from actually dealing with their marital issues maybe they would have got you know therapy maybe they would have separated um you know etc etc so it's like that's the thing about codependency we think it helps but actually it doesn't because it keeps the person that is heavily traumatized in their struggles as well like I believe that I was doing with my dad and you know my dad had a very wounded inner child which needed professional help which needed a diagnosis um we also didn't tell anyone we didn't tell family members or relatives you know maybe they could have helped we you know we kept it to ourselves like I now know after years of being on this healing journey that, you know, my dad has some narcissistic tendencies and I didn't know that. And there's so much information now in the world, like on YouTube, like I love Medicare videos. They've got some great ones on narcissism and Dr. Romani, I think her name is, and she's great. And she gives so much advice about the different mental health conditions, etc. So I now am able to educate myself. But back then when my dad was alive and around, I had no idea. So if you have struggles with your dad, you know, just kind of becoming a little bit aware of your story and writing it down can be really helpful. And when we have different people come on this month, listening to their stories and whose dad sounds a bit like your dad, what kind of cause of action could you take? So there's things like you can educate yourself on the different types of mental health conditions or narcissism, just so you can have an understanding of your dad. You can, what's very important is that you, you know, have boundaries and take care of yourself and nurture your inner child so that because they've been through so much and that's what I've had to do as part of my process 
and you know empathizing with yourself and your own story trying to give yourself what you needed which was missing when you were growing up you know these are all really important things but it all starts with understanding that element of your story and for me you know my daddy issues like they were really affecting my life even after he had gone I had got myself addicted to various things like alcohol and a psychic line which cost me a fortune by the way um, and these things I did to numb my pain and that's what my dad had taught me he showed me that we don't deal with pain we numb it and that's what I ended up doing in my 30s you know he also gave me a template for a man which was needy really incredibly needy self-absorbed um ungrounded um unhealed angry selfish you know he gave me this template for a man and then even when he wasn't around I found myself gravitating towards men who were addicts themselves or had uh, relationship struggles or um problems with drink drugs and alcohol or you know they were men that required saving and that is very much who my dad was to me my dad didn't feel like my dad he felt like a child he felt like someone to protect to look after um from themselves mainly but that's again you know as I got into my adult years even years and years after he had died I was attracted to men that felt like him that felt like a man that needed to be rescued And that is the pattern that I got myself. I started to chase these men and their love. And that was so painful for me because it was triggering all this childhood wounding because I was so unaware that I had gone through this, that this had happened to me or that I felt this way. You know, I, I didn't even allow myself to grieve my dad because I was just so pissed off with him for all the stuff that he had, you know, done to me or, you know, or the fact that he'd killed himself you know that that the entire community was blaming us and my family for it I was so pissed off with him I didn't even allow myself to grieve the love that we did have the healthy part of our relationship but more importantly you know without consciousness I was chasing for love from other toxic people whether it was men or friendships and that's when it became really really painful because then I was doing like things to take the edge off like the addiction or I was um you know like not sleeping and I I just I was caught in this uh trap of emotions that felt the same but I didn't realize that it felt the same and you know there's so many of us that are caught in these traps that are repeating these patterns from our childhood from our relationship with our dad say and then we go and play it out in our relationships and we blame it on the other person but actually it's our own conditioning it's our own wounding that is playing out so that is why self-care healing listening to your inner child getting an understanding of your past and your parent is so important because it means that we can become conscious of our pattern and maybe we're carrying out a pattern in our relationship um, and we're actually the one to blame because we're playing our attachment because that's another way that our uh, you know daddy issues could be playing out so you know and I'll give you an example I still really find it hard to have like a constructive conversation with my partner I do like I do it but it's really hard for me and I do find myself falling into a pattern of either mum or dad in that conversation like I can feel my attachment wound playing up Um, I have a great episode on this earlier about attachment trauma. Um, But again, I'm conscious of it. So sometimes I slip up 
and I do the wrong thing or, you know, I say the wrong thing or I come from an unhealthy place, but then I go back and try to like talk about it and work on it with him. So relationships are a breeding ground for our daddy issues. They really, really are. And just learning how to take care of ourselves to heal our wounds is the way in which we can be healthier in relationships. That's what I found my daddy issues really played out. But also they played out in other areas of my life as well. Work being a massive, massive one. You know, I felt very unconfident and scared of like male bosses. Even though I had some lovely male bosses, I was scared of them and I was people pleasing them and I was... Um, you know okay doing a shitload of work and not getting any recognition or a promotion from it again I think that was my daddy issues in play because that was very much the dynamic that I had with him so to break that I try to you know speak my truth I try to be grounded in who I am and say yeah that's great I can do that but actually I don't have a lot of time so you might want to um, rethink about my priorities you know the old days I never would have said that I would have just gone yeah sure let me do that I'll do whatever you want so that's another place where my daddy issues definitely was, um, you know, significant. And also my confidence, you know, um, I can't tell you when I started this Heart's Happiness a year ago, this is a year since I bought my website and I set up my Instagram page, I could hear his voice in my head so freaking loudly. When I was recording the first podcast, when I was um, writing posts about him, I could hear his voice in my head like, who do you think you are? Nobody was going to want to listen to what you have to say. Um, You know, you're nothing special, that kind of thing. And like, in the past, I would listen and it would stop me. Whereas now I'm like, no, thanks, dad. That's really, I really appreciate that. But, you know, actually, I'm going to do it because, you know, I love my dad, but he was a very wounded man. So I can't listen to his advice and his viewpoint. I have to find my own. And that's the thing about our parents. They're impacted by their own intergenerational trauma, whatever happened from the country that they came from, if they are immigrants like my dad. Or, you know, whatever child abuse they've suffered themselves, whatever that's come into them informs their parenting, informs the way they speak to you. So, you know, we put our parents on a pedestal, but really they're just humans. They're imperfect. They've got their own trauma that they're dealing with. And, you know, going through this process of understanding what your daddy issues actually are is owning them and taking, you know, real ownership for them. And, you know, it's been such a journey with this. And for me to, like, be attracted to a man now who's very different from him. But, you know, he does have similarities. Like, my dad was really funny and he teased me all the time. And Simon is exactly like that. And Simon's very clever. My dad was very clever. You know, he's, um, uh, yeah, funny. (laughs) That's probably the best bits about my dad. But he's got so many qualities that my dad did not have that I have had to discover through myself and my own work, like a grounded person, hardworking, caring, empathetic, um, all these things that my dad really struggled with. And I would never have been attracted to someone like him until I did this work of really understanding my own daddy issues. And for those of you who are in marriages that have daddy issues, maybe your dad was an alcoholic or maybe he's got narcissistic tendencies you may be playing that out in your marriage either you've gone quite attracted to somebody that's similar or you're playing that person within the marriage because that's what you think marriage looks like so becoming aware of this 
daddy issue is just so important. And if your dad was a healthier person, so not healthier, but different, so less annoying. So by that, I mean, maybe your dad was the people pleaser. So your dad was the one that did everything for everybody else, you know, was all wanting to be the good boy. Um, that can affect you too because then what energy did he have for you and nurturing your relationship maybe he was obsessed with you being perfect and pleasing his family and that gives you a whole other dynamic maybe he was really religious and how did that affect you you know just becoming aware of this daddy issue is just so important and for me that's been a massive part of my healing journey which is why I wanted to include it as part of this whole month it's just to try to get you guys to reflect on your own stories. And, you know, and like I talk a lot about my dad through my posts and through previous podcasts that um, I've learned to forgive him and understand him through getting that understanding of intergenerational trauma. But the other thing that was really important was for me to learn to empathize for myself, to empathize for my own story, to care for that little girl that didn't get what she needed and to learn how to to be that dad for myself so I'm mama and dad for myself and that meant that slowly slowly I was able to heal so I would stop repeating some of those patterns in saying my relationship choices etc and I don't care how old you are it doesn't matter this will still be playing out in some some way so really you know take a moment and have a think about your relationship experience pay for some therapy explore it there if you feel like you need to and my coaching courses the eight week ones we go through a lot about dad in them so if you feel that would help just check out the link in the episode notes and that's it from me this week i hope you enjoy the sunshine if you are in london otherwise i'll speak to you soon and there we have it guys an episode completed i hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind there was alarm bells going you were all like ding that's totally me because that's what i was like when i started this journey and that is the start of the process finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life so i really hope it was helpful and before the next episode coming out next wednesday be sure to check us out on instagram so it's hearts underscore underscore happiness also we have a youtube channel where i share the videos i create for instagram on so you can check that out they come on about once a week and then we also have a facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation i want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas and then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk which you can check out to join our mailing list so that as i create new services and support tools for you all you're the first to find out and i have a freebie on there so definitely check that out it's five books that transformed my healing so if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge so definitely check that out and i will speak to you next week i'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness take care